The NCAA tournament, also known as March Madness, has been at the center of attention during spring since 1939. Buzzer beaters. Extra pass. And it goes for the win! Brackets, superfans, and upsets. St. Peter's pulls off the upset! Create an atmosphere like no other sport. Former prospect basketball player and all-time leading scorer for prospect Mike LaTulip played for Illinois during March Madness in the 2013 tournament. He has seen firsthand what makes March special. Just the high stakes element of it and seeing which teams kind of succumb to the pressure and, and which teams rise up to the occasion. You can be like we saw last year with St. Peter's. You can play a team like Kentucky and if you just create an element of pressure, you see who folds and, and, you know, you have this dichotomy of teams that have feel like they have everything to lose and teams that come in and just have nothing to lose. And I think that this, the psychological element to that tournament is, is what makes it great because the teams that do advance and do make a final four and a national championship, it's a huge accomplishment because especially if you're a higher seed, um, you know, you're getting everybody's best shot along the way. And everybody knows how hard it is to go on any type of winning streak during the season. So to put the, and bottle all that up together and a couple weeks span in March, it's, that's, that's what makes it special. Another prospect player who played in March Madness was Bobby Frasco. He graduated in 2014 from Prospect and he played for Buffalo University. He talked about how the atmosphere of March is different and what makes it different. Yeah, I think the whole atmosphere around March Madness is what makes me most proud of being a part of that at one point. Um, just going to any neighborhood restaurant or any even at, at everyone working on Thursdays and Friday on those Thursdays and Fridays of March Madness, just to see how um, much our game is loved by anybody and everybody during those couple of weeks. That's what makes that special for me. When Mike was on Illinois in March Madness, he played against Colorado and Illinois won. He talked about the thrill of victory and the atmosphere of the game. Winning that game, it's, there's, there's nothing like it because you advance to play a, a top seed. We advanced and played Miami. If you remember with Shane Larkin and um, just a really, really good team. And my favorite part of that, Bobby mentioned the atmosphere. So we were the second game after Minnesota and Florida. So when you get tickets, you get tickets for the session. So mm -hmm. when we played Miami, we obviously had Illinois fans there, but we also had Minnesota fans that were rooting for us and Florida fans that were rooting for us because they didn't like Miami. So mm -hmm. we had three fan bases in there that were rooting us on. Before and after playing in March, both Bobby and Mike watch March Madness and enjoy it. One of Bobby's favorite moments from past tournaments was in 2005 when Illinois played against Arizona. The reason I was so invested in it, I liked Illinois so much that year, just because that team was so good. I mean, they were undefeated, or they lost one game before that mm -hmm. at that point. Um, yeah, and I was in Arizona with Arizona fans, and I was probably like 10 or 11. And when they came back and won, that was probably the greatest like feeling I've ever had when a team came back and won. Finally forced to shoot, and the 
ball game is over. Illinois in overtime advances to the final four. Mike's most memorable moment was this. Best buzzer beater would probably be the throwback to Chris Jenkins uh, for the national championship. And Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. 2016 uh, for Villanova to knock off North Carolina because you had Marcus Page uh, hit the shot before to tie it, and then they dribble up and hit the throwback. But I think historically, if you go back, people always say, hey, was it a good shot or was it a good game? I didn't think that was the best game. North Carolina made a late run, but Villanova was up 14, 8 to 14 most of the game. So the game wasn't the best. The best game that ended in a buzzer beater to me was UCLA Gonzaga um, a couple of years ago when Suggs hit the buzzer beater, uh, the bank shot to, to send them to the national championship because that, that felt like a game that just had haymakers uh, the whole entire game. They were jockeying back and forth, and then it ends with, with kind of the knockout punch. So um, those are the two. The atmosphere outside of stadiums is one thing, but the crowd atmosphere during March Madness is also crazy compared to other sports. The stadium for last year's Final Four was sold out, and over 18.1 million people watched that year's national championship, according to Wallet Hub. Mike will never forget the atmosphere in the arena when he played in the big dance. Speaking to that atmosphere, it's, it's, it really is what makes it unlike any other tournament because people are so invested. You know, we know, I mean, you're driving down to Chicago to root on Purdue. It's, it's, it's people like that that mm-hmm. you'll feel like they're – kind of part of the team and part of the journey. And uh, to me, that's what makes it so special. Along with the games themselves, another great part of March Madness is the creation of brackets and predicting which team will win. Mike and Bobby both made brackets and think being wrong is the best part. I do a lot of radio stuff, stuff in media now for, for basketball. So I'm asked my opinion on a lot of things. And like clockwork, Every March, yeah, I get people sending me, hey, what should I fill out for my bracket? And I always tell them, you're better off filling it out knowing nothing than trying to have some logic to what you're doing. Because, I mean, I, I forget who I had in the Final Four last year, but I remember coming out of that bracket being like, this is a really good bracket. This is just, this is foolproof. We're going to make some noise here. And uh, by about, I don't know, 4 p.m. on Friday, of the of the first week my bracket was torched so that's that's but that's what makes it fun it's the fact that yeah. you know, you're always chasing the perfect bracket and no one's ever done it these guys aren't the only guys who make brackets all around the country people make brackets every year on espn alone 20 million people filled up brackets lots of prospect students also make brackets one of those students is sophomore finn whalen he has been making brackets since he was in elementary school, and he likes the versatility of them. They're just like, you can make as many as you want, so you can make them fun, you can make them serious, you can you can just pick your favorite teams, you can pick the teams you want to win. It's just a lot of, so many teams, you can just do so much with it. Making brackets, crazy upsets, and an amazing atmosphere create a sport event like no other. Former prospect basketball coach John Camardella Loves March Madness for the opportunity. There are very few opportunities in life where you have, you spend an entire season 
sometimes an entire year, multiple years. Sometimes some players like their whole lives building up to this moment just for a chance. It doesn't guarantee victory. It doesn't guarantee even making the tournament. But once you get there, you you have a chance. And so I think what which what March Madness represents to me is is these young people being awarded a chance to play for a title. And I think that's, I think, one of the most pure aspects of sport that make it as incredible as it is. It doesn't matter if you're from the Big Ten uh, or if you're from a small, you know, low major conference, you know, you get to play on the stage. And that, that for me, that chance is, is what makes it really special. This is Matthew Pulver reporting for Knight's Voices.